Back in this Wednesday with vaccine researcher and family physician, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel. And with the COVID caseload decreasing, uh, many have felt uh, over the past few months more and more comfortable getting back to the gym, getting back to a fitness routine. But Dr. Gorfinkel, there is research that suggests that the gym may be more likely to spread not only COVID, but the flu as well. Absolutely. So this is such a fun study. This was done in the National Academy of Sciences. Now, true, they only looked at 1616 people. And we know exercise makes people breathe harder. It makes people breathe faster. And of course, if you're standing next to one of these people, you're inspiring faster and maybe because you're exercising as well. So what they found was this. You're breathing 10 times as hard. You know, the exchange in your lungs is 10 times as much. But what's your guess? How many times does the particle count go up? Oh, my goodness. With heavy exercise, working out, doing cardio and that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think it goes up, uh, I'm going to say, a thousand times. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. You're a glass half empty kind of guy. (laughs) You're really half empty. Because it, it went up 130 times. Okay. Even though air exchange in the lungs is going up 10 times. The number of particles went up 130 times. So it's way in excess of the amount of breathing, right? You, it, it's, it's insane how much it went up. And what they found is that people, if they're really in good physical shape, it went up even more than that. So what happens when you pack hard-breathing bodies into enclosed public spaces? Well, this is right along with laughing and singing, high-transmission Things And as you mentioned, like actually influenza cases are up a little bit, and that's because testing has increased, but test positivity has also gone up to influenza, and it's a little off-season, and we think it's related to lowering of pandemic precautions. You know, we're not wearing as many masks anymore because the same number of people were vaccinated this year. So this stuff actually matters, and it matters a lot, especially as we're heading into the fall. Okay, so what does this tell us about the gym, though, overall, Dr. Gorfinkel? Because I'm sure there's some people uh, listening and are now a little concerned. They've gone back to the uh, gym. Would your advice be, is it a high-risk activity? Uh, Should you be masked while working out? And I know that's uncomfortable for a lot of people, particularly if they're on something like a treadmill. Absolutely. It's hard to wear a really tight mask when you're exercising. But there are other things that could be done. Max out on that ventilation. We're talking that HVAC system. Open the windows, get the fans going, and redefine social distancing. The authors of this particular study say, hey, we shouldn't be calling it six feet. We should be calling it eight to ten feet for the purpose of exercise. You know, so it's interesting. There are things that can be offered to individuals who are exercising. There's no question. Exercise wins. Like, it's super important exercise. It has so many health benefits. Name it. Psychological, physical, better sleep, lower cancer rates. So that's a critical pillar to well-being. But then on the other hand, if we're exercising in tight and closed spaces with what I called hard-breathing bodies, oh, that particle count's going to go up 130 times. That's a lot. 
Okay, also this week, I wanted to talk to you uh, once again about the uh, baby formula shortage and the concern that is being shared with uh, parents because we're now hearing from Health Canada doctor that uh, they are preparing for the possibility that a shortage of sunflower oil could further uh, strain uh, baby formula supplies here in this uh, country. Health Canada says that they are working closely with uh, manufacturers uh, on this. Uh, just how concerned should new parents be here? Well, this is it. What started out as a shortage of just a few formulas has now expanded to some 20 different formulas on the list. You know, so the way Canada is coping with it is that it's saying, okay, let's try to import formulas from the U.S., the U.K., Ireland, and Germany. And that's going to probably be our rescue solution. I don't think that it's going to turn into a super serious problem simply because we are bringing in a lot of formula from these other countries that have requirements which are very similar to Canadian requirements. Now, that sunflower oil, why would that be in shortage? It's interesting. Who knew? The Ukraine and Russia supply half of the world's supply of sunflower oil, and that is a critical ingredient in baby formula. But there are workarounds, as I say, and that's called sharing with other countries. Canada does produce formula, but most of it is exported to China. You know, so it's interesting how these supply chains, who, who even thought about these things? But the pandemic, Ukraine, Russia, all of this is, is bringing it out. Where mm -hmm. do we get what from which country? All right, just before we go, only got about a minute left here, but also concerning for parents, of course, and you and I have spoken about this, is this mysterious uh, liver illness in uh, children. We've had a few cases at the sick kids uh, in Toronto, and now uh, this has been a mystery to uh, doctors and uh, researchers, but they're looking at evidence that points to maybe a fairly common uh, stomach bug, uh, Dr. Gorfinkel? This is fascinating. Adenovirus, the virus that causes common colds, the virus that is known to cause pink eye, well, of the 50 subtypes that infect human beings, a couple of them also cause diarrhea. And one of those adenovirus types causes potentially this hepatitis in kids. Now, we have to be careful with that word cause. It's associated with it. Three quarters of the kids in the UK who had this unknown hepatitis tested positive for this particular type of adenovirus called 41F. That's the type it is. And there's all kinds of theories. Why would they? The most popular one right now is that a lot of these kids have had COVID-19 in the past. And the concern is, is that it's a hyperimmune response. So the COVID-19 is a multi-system disease that then sets the stage for worse outcomes with adenovirus. But we still don't know. Maybe that virus mutated? Question mark. We'll have to see. But it is a serious form of hepatitis. But fortunately, emphasis on the word very rare in Canada. We've seen 10 cases in all of Canada so far. All right. Listen, we got to leave it there. But as always, we covered a lot of ground in the last 20 minutes or so. Dr. Gorfinkel, thanks as always. And we will talk again next week. All the very best. Take care. You too. Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, stay with us.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.